with your fucking head off. Special news. Last night and the day before, sorry, I'm eating a blow popper now. Big trouble in Charlottesville, Virginia. Charlottesville, Virginia. You know what's crazy is that Evan went to Charlottesville, Virginia mere hours before the ship popped off. To was pick he, up a base Was he cabinet. the one that triggered this event? I don't know, man. He picked up a base cabinet and left town, and then everything went fucking crazy. Wow. Anyway, Charlottesville, Virginia. Virginia's filled with racists already. We already know that. That's obvious. But they had... Well, in recent <laughs> times, there was a lot of clan... Just within this year, there was clan fucking meetings. It's part of the history. It's part yeah. of the yeah. proud history. They had a Virginians. white nationalist march... In response to the removal of a Confederate memorial, this enraged many racists and some non-racists also, because there are some weird people that just think it's like horrible to move these old trophies, because they see them as history markers rather than trophies. But when you think of it as a trophy, it's a second place trophy, really, because yeah, Robert Lee. You know what it is, Robert though. Lee, uh, and it's it was in Lee Square. Which is, you know, it's like you, a second You know what place. I find it's interesting? Really... A lot sometimes they were saying these monuments weren't put up like immediately after the Civil War. They, uh, you know, they're put up, you know, 40, 50 years, 60 years sometimes after yeah, the fact. Yeah, get the juices going, people. Yeah, yeah. I kind of remember hearing that actually, that this this one in particular was put up so maybe in like the 1900s or something. I think it was in the 1900s, early 1900s maybe. Is that like, what it was? Like first decade. Let's say like that, that. It's uh, ridiculous. it's a spot where Robert E. Lee took a, a bullet. Who knows? I don't know what's, you know. But then you put up a plaque, you know, because it's like a historical landmark of a battle in American history. The general of an opposing army, Robert E. Lee, took a bullet at this point, changed the, you know, the status of the war. But whatever, I could see that a plaque. But you're putting up a big monument, statue. It's erected to give him fame. It's not erected to mark a historical area. Not in that case. I'm sure some are. But people try to front on you with this Southern heritage BS argument. I'm sorry, but your Southern heritage has a severe glitch in it. All, all you know, the American heritage, we have a black eye on it. Our black eye is one is slavery produced by Southern heritage. But we have to take responsibility for our Southern brothers because they are part of the country. We kept them around through an ass beating back in the day. We didn't allow them to leave when they tried. They lost. They're still around. They're with us now. And every 
right winger, especially Trump supporters, so quick to say, get over it. If you talk about the election and the popular vote, get over it, get over it. Yet they can't get over this old ass war and old ass flag and some crusty old monuments to some old ass generals that fought on a losing side. Thoughts, gentlemen, thoughts. I think it's interesting that people in defense of the flag say it's about heritage. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It goes hand in hand. You cannot have a white power rally without having a Confederate flag at the rally. Yeah. You will never see a white power rally without a Confederate flag. They're always Mm -hmm. hand in hand. Yeah. So this is something that you see. All right, we live in Pennsylvania, right? Not too far from the Mason-Dixon line, but it's it's far enough that this was a Union state in the oh, Civil certainly. War. Okay? Important key state, Gettysburg. So and then two, you know, a uh, uh, hundred and fifty years removed from the Civil War, there's still people that in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Young people that have Confederate flags on their car that will say this is a heritage thing. Yeah, sure. You're from Pennsylvania, far removed from any type of Civil War conflict, and you're flying this thing. This is not well, a heritage yo, symbol. That, it's interesting. Your heritage is you're celebrating. If you love America, and what, what goes hand in hand, which I find the most comical of all, is they love America. Those are the people who are real Americans, Americana. You celebrate traitors who destroy, tried to destroy the Union. So your, your, your idols, everything you're about is, is anti-American. You tried to destroy the Union. Sorry. Now throw a, a Nazi swastika flag in the mix, and they march with the Confederate flags, Nazi flags. And the United and here, States of America flag, And here too. are white supremacists, true patriots that care about their country, and they're holding... Enemies of our country, the the flags, the symbol. It's three flags that have nothing to do with each other. Yeah. They, in in their, you know, it, when when the when the Nazis were were storming Europe, they would have you know you would never put a U.S. flag next to a Nazi flag. That's insanity. Insanity. Yeah. You when the Civil War was going on, you would never put the the uh, Union no. flag next. Only to if the you pulled Confederate it off flag. a dead a dead Reb or a dead Kraut, then you'd. Put a picture. Yeah, you and want say, to take Look. a picture with it? Put it on Instagram or <laughs> whatever. Cool with it, whatever. It's weird enough that most people's grandparents would have fought in one of the you know World War Two. So there's a good chance that some of these neo Nazis that their grandfathers fought for America against the very thing. Like that's it's it's a fascinating. It's it's, it's interesting to see what people are willing to swallow down for a, or, you know a, a racist yeah. ideology. What they're but willing you know. to sacrifice. What they're willing to you know pair up with. But you know, all this talk, it won't change their minds. It's Not for nothing. Chris, Chris's uh, grandfather died in a concentration camp. And my grandfather fought. Oh, what are you to, how you talk? My, grand, yeah. well, my grandfather's in World War II. My great grandfather fought. Chris's for, grandfather uh, died Germany. in a concentration camp. No, he didn't. What the hell kind of. He fell out of the guard tower. <laughs> That is preposterous. <laughs> that's old. You know, you heard that, right? Nah, you know, I like that's, that's you never heard that joke? <laughs> wow, that's like ancient. That's you gotta use that. Absolutely, that's, fucking that's gnarly. Yeah, <laughs> that's gnarly. Now nah, look at Chris. Chris would be horrible. a gypsy, like they would say he's a gypsy off the bat. Joe's a whole Jehovah Witness. They'd swallow him right up. Yo, they killed the Jehovah's. Was a big. Um, the, Italian, the Germans loved the Italians because they loved ancient Rome. So they kind of worshipped us, but you know we kind of didn't really put a good effort in that. They stole a lot from ancient Rome. They stole a lot from. um, What's the Third Reich? Hitler was very influenced by by Friedrich Nietzsche. Yeah, you know that. 
Yeah, I heard that. I just I just watched a documentary on him, and uh, I he, like Nietzsche. He took a lot of he, you know, he distorted a lot of what Nietzsche's thoughts were, and uh, turned it into something more twisted and evil. But uh, yeah, he had a lot of influences, and he took from he took, you know, the power parts, and left all the 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 logical common sense yeah. shit out to, out to dry. But he took the power parts, the the parts that uh, you know were all about taking from people well they know why hitler became so crazed it where they did autopsy he was filled with marijuana he was smoking marijuana day and night <laughs> oh my god yeah what do you mean oh my god this is serious stuff man if he would have smoked some weed i think it would have been uh, no way it makes people nuts <laughs> he might have just chilled out and been you know come on think about it ovens you smoke weed all day you're starving to death all you know. could think for about human is this. flesh i don't know no not for human flesh but you just like <laughs> I'm starving. I got to kill these people. Oh, I'm going to need something to eat. Well, how am I going to kill these dudes? Fuck it. Throw them in the oven, man. Like, that's weed thinking. That's He's filled with weed. It's it's in the autopsy. Read anyway, the we got to go back, the to white the, papers. back to the topic. Charlottesville, Virginia. White supremacists dressed like Nazis, holding up Confederate flags, Nazi paraphernalia, chanting anti-Jewish slogans, Anti-black slogans, anti-wisdom and change slogans. Yes, you Google it. I couldn't believe it. I mean, I thought we were cool with them. But, uh, oh, we have that one song. I see people reposting, Nazi Head Stomp. We have a song called Nazi Head Stomp from years ago, but Joe refuses to play it. I think it's time to bring it out of retirement. But anyway. I think that's the ma- that's the question. Not a question. It's That's the topic today that I see all over social media is to, whether or not to... Respond violently. Listen, if you're willing to go down and, you know, you might get pinched, you might get a jail sentence, do it. Like, you know, if you're not willing, then go the other way. People hate Antifa. And I don't know too much about these cats, but I know they've been they've been really clowny lately because they're just shutting down like speeches by it's almost like a troll. Yeah, thing it's now. like it's this not, guy's not a Nazi. He just he's right wing. He's not a Nazi. This this lady's not a Nazi. But you're going and you're going crazy. You know, people that don't like them have a legitimate argument why they don't like them. They're making themselves out to be fools. Yeah, and when you call everybody a Nazi, if they're not an, an actual yeah. Nazi flying, you know, yeah, showing now, up places with swastikas, maybe they got shit. a glimpse that you know those Nazis you're talking about. They really exist. Yeah, there's people that really feel like that, and it's not the guy. Who thinks that lower taxes for the rich is a good idea? He's not the Nazi. You know, the Nazis showed up in Charlottesville. Now you saw a glimpse of real Nazis. Focus your strength. If you want to go at them, go at them. I don't know if this is true. This is from, from what I read uh, in, in news reports. The original rally was canceled. Not quite oh. a Nazi rally. It was like one of these like pussified uh Proud Boy type of rallies, and then as soon as word got out that this was that they were having something, a lot of other groups jumped yeah. on board. I don't know if that's true I don't know or not. that could be true, but the original rally was in response to taking down the Robert E. Lee Monument. Okay, so that's what made people say we're going here to demonstrate in the first place. Then I think the governor he canceled it. He said no. Then a federal judge allowed it. Mm. He said they have the right to do it. Then, for some reason, groups of men with helmets on 
And shields. Shields, bats, Batons. sticks show up. And they're not like right away. I'd be like, listen, you can't march if you're wearing that gear, if you're carrying that. Like, you know, the police should have stepped in. Now, maybe there's some kind of law that says they're allowed to do that. But listen, if you're allowing people to march and demonstrate while wearing and having and carrying weapons. Riot gear. Riot gear. Then you're, you're actually for trouble. So they said, uh, I, I saw a, a Richard Spencer. Um, he got maced. Quote, I guess, but whatever. He got maced and he was he was in in a car somewhere, like, you know, retelling the, the story of what just happened. And he said, he's like, the police were in militarized po- police. There's no other way to describe it. They were militarized police. But... I think that's probably the proper response when people are marching with riot gear. They just come out on the streets with helmets yeah. and shields and sticks. There were there were regular police. There were mil- Did you see them? Yeah, there was yeah, a there little was like, bit of everything. Like stormtroopers. No, but was, there was regular cops there too. Totally, so, totally. You, know, you put you put a picture up of a dude that was just in regular police gear. You yeah, know, he was that, chilling. That, that picture is going viral because of the contrast. You know, when I saw that, I just. Contrast. I just pulled my phone up and I took the picture. I thought it was such a powerful oh, image. Oh, you were there. Oh. oh, yeah. I was there. I documented the whole thing. So that's big news in the U.S. today. A nation divided, a nation filled with hate. And you can't even get a word out nowadays. As soon as you say something, somebody jumps on you. There's no middle ground. You like Trump, people hate you. You don't like Trump, the Trump people hate you. Yeah, It's... Instead of being like, you know, if you back Trump, you have to be like everything he does, no matter what, you got to be cool with. If you back Bernie Sanders, no matter what he does, you got to be cool with, even though he's pretty, pretty flawless for the most part. He's kind of like a nice guy. If you back Hillary Clinton, even though she she literally has nobody likes her. I know. Like, have you met one person yet that likes her? <laughs> I, I don't know. I think people like the idea of a, a woman. Let me, let me tell you who's going to be the first woman president. Michelle Obama. Ivanka Trump. Oh, yeah? You think so? Is Ivanka the daughter? Yeah. Ivanka's yeah. the daughter, yeah. yeah. Totally. You don't see it getting set up now? That's No, I can see yeah. that. But I could see you can't see Michelle Obama running for president? <sighs> no? There's so much hate now for that. I think people either... that People do love her, but they also hate, despise her. Yeah. Despise Why? Her. I have no idea. Like, what does she say or do? Well, she did time? this very controversial thing where she tried to get kids School to... lunch? Eat healthier yeah. uh, at, at lunchtime, which How obviously dare is she do a such violation a violation of American rights for eating junk food. Yeah, but it's a crazy time for our country. It's sad. I don't want to see people. It is sad. getting run over by a fucking crazy dude. You know, I I had the the uh, opportunity, I guess, to grow up in a multiracial household. Mm-hmm. My family, both sides of my family, have. Uh, People from everywhere, um, African, Mexican, Mexican, German, Italian. You got paperwork. Uh, everything. There's a, there's a there's a huge mix. There's there's Asian people in my family. There's um, whatever. There's a, there's a lot of different groups. And my house itself was always kind of split between my uh, a black family and a white family. You know. No Puerto Ricans though, right? I don't. Yeah, there's Puerto Ricans. Oh, jeez, you probably couldn't even sleep all night. A lot of trumpet, electronic trumpet music. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, man. It's it, it's the farthest thing from my mind. And when I see it, it still su- surprises me. It still shocks me that people think this way. And it's it shouldn't. I, I'm naive as fuck. I know that. And it shouldn't surprise me. But it's crazy to know that 
my neighbors for sure have these crazy thoughts probably about me every single day when they see me drive by, you know? Mm. And then I, I don't think about it until something <laughs> like this happens. And then I'm like, oh, shit. I'm, I'm uh, living amongst the enemy, maybe. Behind you know? enemy lines, baby. Yeah. This is America. This ain't for the black man. This is behind enemy lines. You know what, man? You were brought here. It's 27. Like, you see it and you're like, wow, it's 2017 and this shit is still a thing. Like, this is still, like, people, this is how people are still Listen, thinking. This people nuts, don't man. turn into robots. They don't turn into computer no, programs. No, they're they always people. And what do people possess? Free will, consciousness, insanity, rarely complete logic. People are crazy. People question everything. They're paranoid. They're nervous over everything. We went hundreds of million. How long has mankind been on the planet? Do we know? 75 million years? Anywhere between 2,000 and... uh well, 1.5 million. I think (laughs) modern people... I'm talking about science. Like for a, a modern... Fully modern human beings. I think it's like less years. Okay, yeah, I think it's years. less than a hundred. So let's say fifty thousand years. Within that fifty thousand years, we might have had a hundred years, not even of semi safety, for not even the majority of the world. Just for our culture, safety as far as what, like from wars and shit. Safety like that? as far as like you're not gonna get raped when you're walking down the street because there's no laws against rape when was the first law against rape you know what it is though it's when was the first law against murder i think security like that is historically it's it's regional and localized totally you know it's never been there's never been a utopian time when yeah i would somebody somewhere i don't think there was a hundred years of safety probably i'm just trying to give i'm trying to give an uh, the fifty thousand years it's probably somewhere that would never happen in the world (laughs) the genetic memory of humans Living in chaos for some 50,000 years, constantly being either predator or prey, constantly having to give 100% just to survive and make it 25 years. And then now all of a sudden, everybody's got to cool out, calm down. Listen, you got a sandwich in your refrigerator, a cold drink. You got an air conditioner now. It doesn't erase the coding. It's a fight. It's a constant fight for humans to act like the ideal idyllic human we're we're trying we're fighting against acting like animals mm-hmm. all day every day we and are fighting against nature there's it, that's what exactly what it is and there's chris i rolled his eyes why did you roll your eyes chris no i think you, you are to a certain degree i don't think people have meant like living in an urban environment like big cities it's is unnatural not natural no it's, it's not something. it's something you know it's a relative blip in well some people can how do people it live well, Some people how do, do they it. do it? They do it by making their neighborhoods out of this big city. And right. then one neighborhood hates the next neighborhood. And one blocked it because now it's localized. Oh, this is more natural for us. This is tribal now. They don't actually consume the idea of actually living in a big city and considering these 10 million people their, their, their brothers and sisters. And No, it's localized. This neighborhood, that neighborhood. This neighborhood is all of these people. That neighborhood is all of that people. Oh, yeah, people we eat here. They eat there. They block. like this pizza place. We like this pizza place. Oh, they drink that over there. We drink this over here. So that's how they do it. That's how they survive. Oh, yeah, and sometimes it goes down to like, two square blocks. You know what I'm exactly. saying? People yeah. are interested in, uh, they don't know. You're just from the other side of the avenue. I'm on the subway going to work. I see somebody eating a Twix. I'm doing everything I can not to steal that Twix, punch them in the mouth and eat it because I want it. And back mm. in the day, caveman times, you could guarantee I would have took that Twix. Mm. God damn it. Like any 
good caveman would there's do. There's two of them. Uh, <laughs> there's two of them. You could share it. Listen, there's no sharing. With a Twix. Isn't that the point of a Twix? No. Friends and sharing? Dude, that's crazy. You know what's a, a peanut butter Twix is not bad. Peanut butter Twix? You, ever have, you never had that? I don't think so. I haven't had a Twix in a while, man. You know what? Oh, when I get a Twix, it's usually the, the Halloween one, the singles. Singles? Oh. Like dude, the little, wow. you know what I'm saying? Like the Halloween miniature version? You listen, Twix, you make it cold. You bite off the, the, the caramel first. All right, it's in your mouth. Then you chisel with your teeth the sides of the chocolate on a cookie. Then you got that raw cookie for the last, because I love that cookie, man. With just a slight, like a slight bead of chocolate on the bottom. That's how I eat it. I love Twix. I love it. That's nice. <laughs> what what beverage would you take with a Twix? Ah, it's hard to drink anything with a Twix because after every bite, you're erasing the flavor. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't want to erase. I would. The flavor. Uh, I would take a Charleston Chew over a Twix. I love a Charleston Chew. Frozen. Frozen. And Bust they get extra with chewy. That, man. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, I love that. No, I love those Frozen. I love uh, Heath Bars. Butterfinger. Oh, Butterfinger. Snickers, great. I'm OD and on. I used to always get them. Whatchamacallits when I see them if I'm in the mood. Whatchamacallits are dope. Wow. Yeah. Yo, how about Chico Stick? I love Chico Sticks. How love them. When you can the find un, them. The unsung hero of the uh, the candy bar world. It's like a peanut butter. It, it's like the Butterfinger peanut butter. Yeah. Like crunchy. So it's yeah, like you a, know the a, center of a Butterfinger without the chocolate around it? Yeah, it's like yeah. a log of that. Like that, but covered it has in, a different kind of outing. Like I think it's like covered like in like toasted no, coconut or something soft in it. like that. There's nothing oh, soft. Oh, There's nothing cool. chocolate. There's nothing caramel. It's completely like crunchy and flaky. Delicious. Yeah, really good. Chico sticks. Chico sticks. Kind of like a, if you go into like dollar stores and local spots, you find them. I like, uh, you know what I like? I like the great Pennsylvania. What are they called? Uh, Peanut chews. Peanut chews. Oh, peanut chews. Yeah. Mallow cups too. Mallow cups is great Pennsylvania. But listen, peanut chews are from Philly. It's a little bit of like an old, it's like an old school, yeah, old, like and old it, person totally. candy, but it's good. And, and they're called, I think they're called Rosen, the real name is Rosenberg. Rosenberg Peanut Chews. Peanut yeah. Chews. And you know what hmm. locally people call them? What? Oh. Jew Chews. <laughs> really? Really? Yeah. You never heard oh that? Oh my no. God. <laughs> wow, Why the hell am I living? Jew Chews, Peanut Chews. And uh, vegans could eat Peanut Chews, but now Peanut Chew makes a version of the Peanut Chew with, with milk chocolate. They never did that in the past. Mm. But if you want the regular, original dark chocolate joint, it's actually vegan. What's more old person candy, uh, Peanut Chews or or uh, Bitto Honey? Bitto Honey, I love that. Bitto Honey. I love like Bitto Honey. Great grandparent food. Yeah, I get those. I go to the Five Below, you know Five Below? Yeah, yeah. Five Below has a big candy section. You just like take, this man at the end you tell him how many you got I got 50 yeah I don't know I just you know they don't weigh it or not but yeah, I tried to do the right thing they got separately wrapped sweetest fish oh dude butterscotch discs what the hell is that that's the ultimate old person candy butterscotch like, did you did your grandparents have like a bowl of candy yeah like when you walk in the front door yeah. it's like the yellow ones oh yeah 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 the, the yellow classics butters- yeah. yeah oh they're fucking perfect you know my grandfather worked at the chiclets factory oh shit in New Jersey nice so I had gum all the time. Free gum. And chiclets didn't just make regular chiclets. They made other like like uh, gumball machine gum. Like the watermelon oh, yeah? joints. Yeah. The gumball machine gum is so, it's like the most powerful hit of flavor. And then it's gone in an instant. Yeah, it's great, man. It's I like get chewing like, on a pencil eraser after like yeah. a minute and a half. Yeah. 
That's why my face is so big. My jaw, I like, I chew that kind of gum all day. Yeah. <laughs> I used to think I could uh, get a strong jaw. Like when I was in the, like fifth grade, I wanted like a strong, gave him a mighty mandible. jaw. So I used to chew. Oh, you know how I could do hubba bubba. Yo, I remember one time. Big league chew. I love that. When you and me first started hanging out, we I can't remember where we were driving to, but you took a big league chew, the entire pack. The whole thing. That's mine, it, baby. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was bubble, bubble tape. tape. It was bubble tape. Yeah, I love that. And you put the whole bubble tape in your mouth at once. Yeah. And it was like just a, like a disgusting. Oh, I let half of it hang out. So I'm drooling. Took it, and you threw it out the window of your car, and it stuck to the side of your car. So by the time we got wherever we were headed, it was like from the the driver's side door all the way to the to the trunk. Long, it was baby. like a long strip stuck to. Yo, the, I love the, the flavor of, of bubble tape and how powdery it is. Yeah, it has that powder to keep it separated so you can pull it. Yeah, the powder's amazing. Good. Amazing. They should put that powder in a box. You can sprinkle on stuff. Put on everything. Put on pizza. Everything. Mm. We had pizza today. But okay, hey, powder. Other big news. Conor McGregor, Floyd Mayweather fight's coming up. It looks like they switched to eight-ounce gloves. Oh, Cause, yeah? Because Floyd said, I don't, I don't know why he's acting like I had beef. He, he can have eight-ounce gloves if he wants. Yeah. So now McGregor says, with eight-ounce gloves, it won't even go past the second round. <laughs> he's going to knock him out. He said, I'll wow, definitely right. knock him out down in the first round. And the only reason he won't be done is because I can't ground and pound him. I got to give him time, and he might be able to get up. And then by the second round, he'll Did be done. Did you see the bizarre training video of yes. Connor doing some weird shit? Yes. <laughs> what is he doing? What is that just like to fuck around with the media? Like what? Is- nah. He thinks, listen, he thinks he and his team are the world's best fight experts and on cutting edge of a new style of fighting and boxing. I guess we'll see if that's true, but that's what he really believes. He thinks he's going to show up and show people a new way to box. So, I mean, we saw him boxing with Diaz and he didn't look so great. You know what I mean? He was eating shots at will and he, he was given some shots, but I mean, hitting Diaz doesn't seem too hard. Diaz, Seems like he doesn't mind he barely, getting hit. He, yeah, he barely puts his hands up. He yeah, just like he, invites yeah. you to hit him. So he's out there talking crazy shit. Floyd is almost backing what he's saying, saying, hey, man, I'm way smaller. Oh, I'm way older. You know, uh, so I hope it works. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? Yeah, I'll do my best. But, you know, I'm 40. He's uh, 20. Nine, twenty-eight. What the fuck is he? Twenty-eight. Uh, he's one hundred seventy. I'm one hundred fifty. He's got longer reach. He's setting it up to like, I don't know. I don't know. I can't see. It's weird, dude. It's this weird. is so bizarre and so. I mean, it could be that they're just in on it together and they just want to get payday after payday. I'm sure, but. I think that Floyd Mayweather has too much uh, fighting pride to be beaten by. I think both of them do, right? Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I Floyd Mayweather will not get beat. He's not going to tarnish his record. Well, you know what Floyd did say? What? He said, if Conor McGregor just lasts, it's still a win for Conor McGregor. Yeah, it is. If, if he lasts 12 rounds, even if he beats the shit out for 12 rounds, it's, he said it's a win for Conor McGregor. Yeah. 
That's true. So he's got confidence, but he is throwing a lot of reasons. Like maybe he's just trying to sell a fight for like boxing fans think there's no chance in the world. So maybe he's trying to convince the boxing fans this isn't a joke. Buy it, come see it, whatever. Because it's not sold out yet. Yo, do you know they're playing this at like the movie theater, like Cinemax? That's a, uh, such Cinemark, a bad idea. Uh, movie that is theater such a bad like, idea. It's crazy. It's going to be racial insanity. <laughs> in the movie theater? Yes. Yo, it's going to be nuts in there. Yeah, you're right. This fight is going to cause more racial tension than we've seen since the 60s. <laughs> it is. It is. On, on the heels of the Charlottesville race riot. Totally. Yeah. In this movie theater, the bunch of local smokers showing up with their pickup trucks, Confederate flags next to an Irish flag, yelling boy, trying to be like their fucking idol, Conor McGregor, hey boy, dance for me boy. Yeah. And then the brother's going to be in the fucking theater. Yeah, he said that Conor McGregor with their bandanas. called him a, a monkey and his whole team monkeys. I didn't hear that, nah, but that's he, what Floyd he didn't said. Do that. He basically somebody said something about the Rocky movie, and Conor McGregor was like, "Oh, the scene where the scene where you walk in the gym and it's all those monkeys, and then there's a scene in Rocky where they walk in and it's all these black dudes when they walk into the Philly gym. That no, no, when they walk into the LA gym when he took them, Apollo took them. Oh, him, okay, yeah, and yeah. all the brothers were like, you know." He tried to get him down, you know, back to reality. But uh, Connor says, no, he was talking about the scene where Rocky was getting too big for his britches and had the monkeys and the music playing and the band playing in his gym. Remember, people were taking pictures and he's talking to the girl and Mickey was yelling at him. You got to get serious. He said there was monkeys and lions in the gym, in Rocky's gym. And he was talking about that. He said he wasn't talking about. Huh. Black Death. So that's his defense to it. And he is right. There is a scene like that. Interesting. Yeah, who's that look like? Yo, bleep this, Chris. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> We're looking at a picture of the person who, the su- suspected driver of the car that ran over the counter protesters in Virginia. I don't even think it's suspected. There's a picture of him in the driver's seat. Well, there's no trial yet. Yeah. I'm just saying he he uh, he, he was in the, he was the driver of the vehicle. That's what not we have disputed. is you know it sounds crazy to say, but we have a terrorist. That's a domestic terrorist from a hate group that used his car, similar to what you see ISIS doing in parts of Europe, running people over in uh, yeah, exactly. big crowds. It's it's domestic terrorism. But oddly enough, I wonder if it would have been a Muslim dude doing that. It would have been anybody else. How fast. No, People have been crying. Sure, totally different. It's yeah. fucking terrorism. Yeah, it's it is. Like- it is terrorism. I'm just being honest. And we have a lot of people have a problem with Trump because he won't say white supremacy. He won't just say this is terrible. This white supremacy. And he was directly asked about it, and he just wouldn't say it. It was kind of weird. He just walked out of the room. Yeah, he it just, was. He completely ignored the question. It was definitely very weird. I mean, I can't imagine that he wouldn't just. And at some point, don't you remember when David Duke and endorsed he, him and yeah. he did the same thing? He it took him like, like days he, to, to say. Yeah, he acted like he didn't know who David Duke was. Yeah, but let's go back to one of his biggest critiques of Hillary and Obama that they wouldn't say radical Islam. When they refused to say radical Islam, he mm. jumped on him and he yeah, said, "You true. cowards! You won't even call it what the problem is." And then now he won't say white supremacy. Like He's what a is fucking coward? It is clownish. 
It's clownish. And even when a goofball like Chris Christie's saying it and a Marco Rubio and this fucking guy and that fucking guy and you won't even chime in. But the thing is with him, you don't know if it's like just a pride thing because he has such a goofy big ego. Oh, they want me to say it? Well, then I won't say it. If they want me to, I won't do it. He's that kind of person at the same time. Or is he trying to appease his base? That's what it looks like to me. It could be. Could be both. I looked like that before, and it, how, how, he's going to repeat the same mistake twice. Yeah, you know, like it's. I don't think it's a mistake. Well, I think people it's on people are very excited and crazy because if you just say, "Oh, what happened in Charlottesville is terrible." What What about Antifa? What about Black Lives Matter? Like, oh, chill, bro. We're talking about this thing. You want to talk about another thing? Sure, we'll talk about that later. What about the, like that's people's reaction? Mm-hmm. And why do they react like that? Why can't they just say? Oh, yeah, when these white supremacists killed a dude. What a fucking coward. That's such bullshit. Oh, BLM is marching down the street talking about killing cops. What the fuck? That's bullshit. Like, why can't they just be consistent? Why do they have to say, like, a side? I'm on this side. Well, I'm not going to condemn this side because that side does this, and I hate that side more, or this or that, or blah, blah, blah. I think it's because Zero they're consistency. actually on a side. The, yeah, That's the, what I think. If people are, <clears throat> even they might not even realize it, but they've chosen... Yeah. Side. Yeah. And uh you know, it it's it happens with everything. Yeah. It happens with everything. No matter every race it happens, it happens with everything. People yeah. choose a side subliminally. You know, I saw I saw this video the other day of a um very you, you don't see the background of how this happened, but it was a black dude beating up a white dude in a basketball court. Okay. Oh, I seen that. And he's pounding the shit out of him. Was right? it a white dude or it looked like a Chinese dude? White dude, yeah. Oh jeez. Why so do we he's pounding the shit out of him, and the it was ba- it was like an ad for jujitsu. Mm-hmm. It said, "Oh, if you learn ju, it, this is such a shame. Learn jujitsu, so this never has to happen again, right?" And the dude on top, the black dude, clearly had some. He wasn't just like winging it; like he knew what he was doing. He was throwing elbows. He was hitting the guy with the with his palm, which people don't you don't punch people with your palm unless you are trained to punch people with your palm, because you know you. Hit somebody's skull, skull with a with a closed fist, you're gonna break your hand. I'll break your skull. So but yeah, most martial people, yeah. martial arts teach you you hit hard objects with the, with the with a palm strike. This guy was doing all of these things that were obvious, like martial arts moves. He had some training. Yeah, I saw that. So the dude on the bottom, there was a the logical reasons. Like you know, I I wasn't rooting for the guy to get beat up, mm. but I don't know why the guy was getting beat up. Yeah, I didn't even I, I didn't even think like when I saw it I was like poor guy I was like oh shit I'm just seeing a clip of this dude getting fucked up in the middle of the fight I don't know how it yes. started so people were commenting this fucking piece of shit this fucking piece of n word yeah it's <gasps> like you know borderline yeah, they were they were getting yeah. close and uh oh they, you know if only this guy knew this move then he could have flipped it and then beat the shit out and broke his oh, arm and but you don't know why he was getting beat up right yeah totally so then someone posted a link to the entire clip and they were playing basketball and the white dude sucker punched the black dude from behind. Like the game was over. You know what I mean? And the dude, they were walking away from each other and the dude turned around, sucker punched this guy and then got his ass beat by this dude. So like, but just based on that clip, it brought out people's teams. Yeah. They chose a, a team just based on a quick little clip of one dude Beating another dude, and they chose a side. 
based on the thing. Yeah. And it was funny, because, actually, as I was reading the comments, because most of the black comments were like, yo, you don't know what he did. You don't know what he did. Yeah. And then most of the white comments were like, you know, well, I, not most of them, but many no. of them, you know. I know exactly what you're talking about. But it's just it funny, was a pretty man. good beating. But the guy was at the end didn't look too bad. No, he, he was He got right. up, he walked away, but yeah. I didn't know why it started. But I know he definitely like, felt it. He was definitely like, oh, oh shit. I mean, he was eating. He was eating punches. No, no wonder the dude was so enraged because people like he wouldn't let people stop him. Yeah, but now put yourself in his shoes. You're just yeah. walking in some fucking stranger. He earned this. Like, let yeah. me beat this fucking dude. He just tried to. He just tried to fucking snuff me from behind. Let me beat his ass. You said earn this. What line is that from? What movie? Earn this. Earn this. Mm. Come Play on, the Jeopardy boys. music, Chris. Hmm. You're adding three weeks to the. Just being released by asking <laughs> I don't know. What is that? Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan. When the, when, what's his name? What the fuck is the dude's name? The main dude. Tom Hanks? Tom Hanks is dying. The school teacher? And the dude that they went out and saved. Remember? Matt Damon? Matt Damon? He says, earn this. Oh, shit. Because he's dying. I need to rewatch it. Earn this. And then it changes. And now Matt Damon's old man by the, by the, uh, tombstone and he calls for his wife and he says am I a good man and she says honey what am I a good man yes yes wait is that Matt Damon at the end or is that Tom Hanks no it's Matt Damon, Damon Tom Hanks right? is dead Can, yeah, no but you know why killed. I'm confused because in the beginning when it shows him at the grave mm-hmm. and it zooms you in saw. on his face and then it goes to Tom Hanks' face oh does it go to yeah Tom in the beginning oh, wow. but you're right though that has to it's it's yeah. it's uh, Damon Private Ryan himself. What a great fucking movie. Great movie. Yo, I saw Dunkirk. I think I said that on the last yeah. episode, but yeah, Dunkirk is really good, good, man. Very good movie. Better than Save Private Ryan? No. No. Why are they fucking making movies about foreign troops? <laughs> I don't know. I think if you like they history. They have heroes. They, they put it on the history, history channel. They got heroes. They're they got, in England. They got some cool You got to take up space in my theater? Spider-Man 3's out. <laughs> Take that crap out. A real hero. Don't play Spider-Man. that in Manchester or something for a bunch of people with no teeth. Over here, we want teeth and superheroes. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, we're going to need the help for the English soon because it's the whole thing with uh, North Korea. We are going to need the help. Yo, I'm North down Korea. for a nuclear war. I'm down we for it. We were told by a high-ranking official. High-ranking? This was, this was the next... Uh, this Listen, was, something goes down. I get a phone call before it happens to my connects. I know what's going on. I know we're at DEFCON 6 right now. We're watching every move that little fucking guy makes. He goes to the barber. We know. He's at the barber every day, matter of fact, this guy. He's, got He's always getting an edge up, huh? The tightest hair you could think of. <laughs> I think we could use a little nuclear war. Oh, God. Oh, this yeah. world I don't like this. I don't, is, like this. Wow. I, I don't like it, but... <clears throat> it's getting so crazy. People are getting so goofy. I would They're take... talking so ridiculous. They're denying facts. They're denying science. They're totally illogical. They're joining their little teams. They're hating on one another. Racism is rising. Hatred rising. Sexism is rising. I, would I think one little fucking disease. missile. I would take a plague over a, oh, uh, no, over a nuclear no war. Dude, we don't know enough. A, a hidden disease could be the end of us. One bomb and then we destroy everything in sight. That sucks for whoever got clipped first. We're already here on the East Coast. We're good, baby. 
<laughs> but listen, Guam, I'm sorry. I don't want nobody to get hurt. But listen, you got to, you know, you got rowboats. Get the hell out of there. Pennsylvania and Indiana are the bunker capitals of the world. I so, have. All right. Chris is about 45 minutes. About 45 minutes from here? A little more. Like an hour and 15 minutes. Damn, you four. All right, you're dead. Hour and 15 minutes. Joe's about 20 minutes. Yep. Between me and Joe, we have six safe houses. We'll call them houses. Six, six safe spots within this 15-minute area between both houses. We have combined nine years of food equipped to uh, have... 11 grown men survive off it. Nine years. Do you think we aren't ready for whatever you can throw at us? I have enough ammunition to take out an ant farm, a single shot apiece, all day. Incredible. <laughs> Alien ant That's farm. a lot. Incredible. But we really don't need ammunition because we're going to be the only ones around for a long time. Yeah, ammunition is going to be just for... Hunting, I think. Yeah, and we don't want to eat a contaminated fucking deer running around in radiation, green with the fucking green antlers glowing in the dark. Yeah, with two faces. Yeah, we want the we got the army rations. Two faced deer. We're gonna see the real life Rudolph with a fucking glowing nose after that. But no, we're ready for it, and maybe I give MREs away for Christmas. I have so many MREs, yeah. I don't even. know You what put to a bow do. on them. This is one scenario I was thinking about today. Okay, Nuke, nuclear bomb scenario. North Korea pops off, launches. We're like, holy fuck. We just fucking roll the dice and launch one of those fucking things to stop it. And we get lucky. <laughs> Trump becomes a fucking hero. We get lucky. We end that We end that strike and we just <laughs> nullify North Korea. Yeah, he's this the greatest guy goes president <laughs> of all time. He, gets, he does get his... They take uh, Teddy Roosevelt's face and carve it into Trump's face. Meanwhile, this guy knows nothing about anything. He was popping off about potentially attacking Argentina. And then then the press contacted the Pentagon, and the Pentagon just was like, we don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, that Venezuela too. He said he was. He oh, wanted, maybe I'm talking uh, about Venezuela. Oh my god, yeah, he wanted to attack a military option in Venezuela. Yeah, and they were like, what? The Pentagon's like, we're not sure what he's talking about. We're, you know, but uh, uh, so I hit my friend up, the same contact. Yo, what's up with this? He's like, this guy's crazy. He's like, he's got us almost in three wars already that we didn't knew nothing about. The first, this is from a, a top secret source. His name is Beep. Never going to give you a fucking name. You could torture me. I won't give it to you. But anyway, the first time, <laughs> the first time he almost got us in a war, according to this high-ranking official, <clears throat> who I'll never give up, unless you put a gun to Joe's head. Even then, I won't fucking give him up. Gun to my head, I'll tell you. He said <laughs> what that, what was that fucking one thing that happened? It was tweets. It was all tweets. Oh, yeah, it was in North Korea way back when he yes. first became president. He said he sent in a boat out there. Yeah. They're, they're on their way as, as we talk. He said, <laughs> he they're said on, that, on their way. Yeah, yeah there's, a, there's an aircraft carrier on yeah. the way or a destroyer. Or he said that they were going crazy in the military. His particular branch, all the branches were going crazy and like thinking it's war. Now they're, of course, watching the North Koreans. They're watching the Japanese who there's kind of like a, there's a brotherhood between North Korean and, Jap- and the Chinese. There is. China has a lot to gain by being cool because they could become financially they're a world superpower. They have a lot to gain by being cool. So you see him being cool now, even though Trump said he was going to do this to him and that to him. They're too powerful. He won't do anything to them. China was getting ready 
to back North Korea because they were just going off the tweet. So all the formations North Korea was doing, China was backing them. Meanwhile, there's nothing going on. Now, let's just say a Japanese carrier is out there somewhere, half-assed North Korean technology, sees that, says that must be the Americans. This tweet is real. Boom, launches, sinks that. World War Three off a fucking half-assed tweet based on nothing. And it could happen just like that. Yeah, could be that simple. I understand things. I comprehend. It's a bunch of uh, half alternative facts. Yeah, half goofy gesture, little kid stuff. And he's playing these games that you you know. He already got uh, punked because North Korea threatened us, and he said if they threaten us again, they will be met with fire and fury, like the world has no. And then two minutes later, they threatened us again. And what did you think was going to happen? They've been threatening everybody for twenty years straight. You think because you threaten them back is going to be like a new thing? Oh, wait a minute. Uh, Kim Jong-un, he threatened us back. Uh, call him, please, and tell him I'm sorry. Like, what kind of nonsense is this? This isn't New York City real estate tycoon billionaire ball-washing exactly. fucking textbook 101 bullshit. Exactly. This is the real world. We fight and we die here, Donald Trump. What do you know about that, you trust fund baby? You weren't in the trenches with me? You weren't knee-deep in Vietnam? Where were you? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? No, nah, he's a draft dodger. A lot of people don't know that. I shouldn't well, have said that. I shouldn't have said that about uh, about the Japanese boat potentially <laughs> getting blown up. All right, where were we? I, I lost track. Uh, man, I don't know. Maybe I had my own flashbacks. <laughs> I had my own imaginary flashbacks. Yeah, you know he's a draft you said dodger. That's so that real. big, talking, tough, fucking guy. He's a draft shin dodger. Splints, of man. course he is. Yeah, of shin course he is. I wouldn't. If you told me he was in any military anywhere, I would. And say listen, I, I'm not even saying no dodging way. the draft is bad, but when you talk like that and then you <clears throat> dodge a draft, that's different. If you're a guy who just says, "Yo, this war is bullshit," and I'm gonna say it now until the day I die, well, yeah, dodge the draft. You do. But if you're ready to throw other people on the bus and fight for this and fight for that, but you didn't, then you're just a punk ass with a big fucking mouth and a weird hat that we call hair. Hair hat, a herarium. I would Yo, look, who's got worse hair, him or King Kim Jong? Dude, it's a toss up. No, Kim, honestly, Kim got way better hair. It's just the wrong era. Trump hair is not cool in any era. No, it's like a weird. Like invention. in the '40s, Kim Jong Un was the dude. Oh yeah, that's true. It's rock yeah, he does. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like the on top of things in the '40s. Trump too far as Trump Different is like a, a caveman went through a wind tunnel by mistake and he came out the other end. Like when when was that hair ever cool? Never. And why does he not? He tans everything except his eyeballs. Well, he you put some little goofy glasses on. I don't. He yeah, might, but you think that he would just smear some like on the no? Listen, the white areas. He's so he's so surround. Like if if me and you were walking around with a fucking booger on our nose, somebody would say, "Yo, what the? F- you got a booger on your fucking nose?" Yeah, <laughs> we're surrounded in reality by people that keep us in check, and out of love, we do the same back. He doesn't have that. He's surrounded in yes, fantasy man. land by people that pretend to care and worship about him, but they know how to make him happy and calling him out saying, yo, dude, you got to do something with your eyes. They're always fucked up looking. Oh, you're fired. If you're taller than him, you might get fired. Yo, you didn't think you he- guys hear like on the news, speaking of that, that he, was get- he gets like a special like feel good about yourself brief in the morning? Like instead of like a reports, like he gets things or him, all That's the good things said. he does that yeah. he arrives. He wants to see that. Yeah, this is what they're saying. That's insane. He wants credit. 
He wants credit. He's, He's starting his own newscast. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. A government-run newscast. Imagine Barack Obama saying, I don't like the media, how they're treating me. For now on, you're going to have Barack TV. And Barack TV is going to tell you about all the great things that I do during the month. I don't know if that was close or if that was more fucking not, Jimmy not Carter. Bad. I knew who you were. I knew where you were Jimmy Carter, yeah. I, I didn't have the voice, but I think I had the phrasing. You had the cadence. Yeah. yeah. Uh, these fine folks out there, these uh, these uh, fat cat bankers, are, are not going to tell. Okay. Anyway, imagine he starts a television channel to glorify his successes. <laughs> It would be revolution. It would be oh, the, people, yeah, uh, the clan membership would quadruple in seconds. White sheets would be being sold out of Sears everywhere throughout the country. <laughs> well, last week on Bill Maher, if, if anybody could download that, listen to that podcast, or just catch it on HBO, you know, he was like, what would it be like if Barack Obama oh, that said was a good clip. lines that Trump says? Did you see that, Joe? As it's interesting. No. He brought on a Barack Obama Imitation guy that does, looks like him, talks like him. He's actually a comedian. I can not know his name though, but he had him on point. And he just made the dude repeat, dressed like Obama, acting and talking like Obama, lines that Trump said. Dude, he's right. You wouldn't. I'm just being fair. I'm not a Barack Obama fan, but fairness. He couldn't get away with the stuff. No, you if you think the media impossible. is mean to Trump, I mean, he couldn't get away with saying. I know more about ISIS than the generals. If Barack Obama said that, oh, uh, he would be on. crucified. Uh, left Every right. Republican in Congress would be uh, would be up in arms. And Every I know right winger they'd be going. And who bananas. would you rather be crucified by? Two news stations on TV: MSNBC and CNN. MSNBC openly left wing, so you can't even blame them. CNN acting like they're even, but they are left wing. So who would you rather get crucified by for everything you said? Those two channels. Or the Senate, the Congress, and all your peers for every move you make, everything you say. Because that would happen to Barack Obama if he said those things. So when you say the liberal media, the unfair media, imagine ha- having the unfair Senate. Imagine having the unfair Congress. I mean, when you have a Congress and they're all, you could pass anything you want as long as it's reasonable and you still can't get nothing passed. Yes. That's, listen, you can't blame anybody but the fucking root note, baby. Yeah, it's 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 really is just crazy. Like that's a double standard, and like, I never seen someone who he has a he may have a de, you know delusion of persecution. Like everything oh, is totally. against him. How is it possible? Everything totally. is against you. The most powerful to this man day. on the fucking planet. It might be some sort of a tactic. Like he probably read. In a I, book yeah, somewhere I think it is. It yeah. is it's like power power grab tactics. Like, to to you, this day, he say he's mentioning the how everybody thought he was gonna lose and he still won. And he, come on, get over it, bro. Anyway, let's get off this. Probably people are probably tuning out. Good news. What? Good news. Cody the Supergirl. What a good kid. Cody the Supergirl. PA Hardcore legend. A group of anonymous donors hmm? put some money together. Nice. Time. I don't want any credit, but go ahead and tell the story. A group of anonymous donors put some money together and teamed up with our friend Sonny from hate56.com yes. and bought... Cody a bass and a bass amp. Wow. Oh, from that's Guitar great, Center. Man. Sick. So Cody the Supergirl is on her way to having her her first uh band. Dude, let's get rid of Evan. That's great. And man. it's fucking check it out. Whoa. 
Dude, she got the wisdom shirt she on too. She looks shirt. like a natural. Chris, look how low she's got the base already. She knows. Yeah, she knows. She's rocking, she's just man. Feeling That's it. awesome. Listen, for the those bar, that don't man. know, for any overseas listeners, West Coast cats, hashtag Cody the Supergirl. Cody with a K. K O D I the Supergirl. Check her out. She also has her own. I don't know if it pops so loud. Yeah, there, I don't know. Just hashtag it. Really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she thinks she has her own. I don't know if she's doing that on the side, though. She might get pinched by the old man, who's a good guy. But uh, Cody Supergirl is a PA hardcore legend. How old is she now? She's nine. Nine years old. She has no fear in her heart. She is as brave as they come. Yeah, she's that's incredible. She, so she she was at, um well, This Is Hardcore a couple weeks ago. She sang... On stage with Jesus Peace. Yeah. And she had this plan out in her head. She said, I'm going to sing this song with them. She told the singer, I guess. And he said, all right, cool. If you know it, just come up and do it. So she just went up and sang this part. Sick. And it's like, it was like she, it was her band. Like she, with total confidence, not a shred of wow. fear. And just killed it. And uh, went crazy viral like the view the video has so many views it's it's so probably the sick. most viewed uh hate five six video and he gets a lot of fucking traffic man yeah and um so absolutely viral video people just fell in love with her um they learned what we knew for years that cody is is dope man because oh, she's been she's been showing up at our shows for the last probably four or five years her dad's been yeah. bringing her around and she did her first stage dive to a wisdom and chains set that's right and uh she was moshing her first time to wisdom and chains and she's like she's a little friend of ours man like yeah. a little uh i wouldn't even say mascot like she's she's, she's made dope, us cookies man. that one year she's dope yeah she made us cookies she's really made cool, us uh, pictures her dad kaz uh, broke his femur last week. What the fuck? Terrible. That's yeah, like that big bone, femur. right? Oh man. Yeah. He uh, it's it's crazy freak accident, but he he tripped on something and broke his femur. Wow. Holy shit! So uh, he's laid up right now, but things are do- going good for his family at least. And get uh, better, Casalou. Daughter Cody is kicking ass, and she's go- she's gonna be she's already a PA hardcore legend. Yeah, totally. So uh, she got a birthday coming up. Uh, happy birthday, Cody. Actually, no, I'm sorry. Her birthday was... She's 10 now. Her birthday was, was like four days ago. 10. She's yeah. catching up to me. 10 years old. So, Cody, uh, happy birthday and good luck with your, your bass. I, to, I told her I'd reach out to Craig Satari for her to see if she, oh, she can give her a lesson. Yeah, or two. lesson by nice. pro. Lesson from the master. But, you know, she's in for such a boring freaking night. She loves aliens, though. She so, can, they can oh, talk really? about... Yeah, they'll oh, be okay, talking cool. about aliens all night. Good, good, good. Yeah, Cody's great. Uh, PA Hardcore Legend. Let's talk about this band right here because I got the CD right here. What do you got? Done Deal. Explain. Explain. Done Deal from Philly. They they're putting out stuff fast. This is a this is uh the first thing they put out. They got something else. So it's not like full length CDs, but it's like you know music fast. And they're so dope. It's like if you say to somebody, "What is hardcore?" Like you may be playing Done Deal. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I just say this is hardcore. Like you know, there could you could go left, you could go right at this, but if you wanna, if you wanna stomp your way over that straight ahead, right through, that that's hardcore. Oh wow! The singer of this band, if you watch him, he's smart. Okay, he does this this cool he does this cool thing. You know, I notice little things. He knows the strength of movement and gesture. Okay, the way to hold a mic stand. 
without going nuts. You know, that's great too. You do the John Joseph style, the the Scott Vogels, Freddie Man. You go crazy, and that's that's awesome. There's many ways though. There's more than one way to skin a cat. You know what I mean? The way he does it as a front person, the way he moves, the gestures he makes. He's got a presence without being like a crazy orangutan chimpanzee on a five-hour energy joint. This guy's the real deal. Wow. Really cool band from Philly, popping up around the same time as another favorite of ours, Eating Alive. That's great. From man. Philadelphia. Eating Alive coming out on Fast Break Record, who sponsors this podcast, and we never talk about them, but we said we would because they put up a lot of money. Unfortunately, Done Deal is not on Fast Break Records. So, Done Deal, Maybe is in the future. This, uh, this is a new band, and are they... Do they play a lot of shows? Like, are they touring? They like, thought the, they uh, play the... not not touring, but they're playing around. This is the dudes. <clears throat> we have a podcast. How long have we been doing this podcast? Uh, about three years. <sighs> All right. Well, we don't do it as consistently as we should. We catch a lot of flack for it. But you know, I'm also the president of Wells Fargo, and uh, plus I do the band and stuff. I'm busy. But Dundeal has a podcast of their own. Well, one of the members anyway. The singer is on the Broad Street Breakdown. Oh wow! Awesome. With uh, and you mentioned last week. That's why I I don't know if I mentioned this last when you mentioned. I don't remember that, but yeah. That, you mentioned on the last episode maybe going and doing that podcast, and I wanted to say that and I didn't, so I'm bringing it up now. That's dope. Brosty break, Brosty breakdown with Vinny Paz, the singer here, who they call the OG. Damn, I'm excited to hear this now. No, it's dope, man. Because I've been listening to. You know what? Check the, out some live video clips first and then be like, all right, and then okay. go in. Then knowing what, you know what I mean? And what's the, uh, there's a website here, right? What do you got? Okay. Distrophonics.com. Oh, that must be for the download code. But they got a Facebook uh, at Dundeal Philly Punk and yeah. Instagram at Dundeal Philly. There you go. So go check that out. I can't wait. I'm going to check that out tonight. Um I've been eating and I've been listening to the Eating Alive demo. Yeah, it's really good. Who did guest vocals on Eating Alive demo? Uh, I don't know. I know who did it on the full length. Oh, on the full that length. What you're talking about? <laughs> I did guest vocals yes. on the uh, the new Eating Alive full length coming nice. out on Fast Break Records. And you listen to the demo though? I've been listening to the demo. It's great. Yeah, really good recording. Good guitar tone. They they know what's up about guitar tones. Like it's, they really Sounds care good. about the sound. Yeah. And um, I'm not too familiar with the demo. When we were in Europe with Terror, I did vocals for the, for the uh, the full length, the Eating Alive full length on the tour bus. Right before we we did a show in uh, Weinheim, I uh, Nick Jet recorded me on the tour bus, and it was kind of like I I didn't really know how it was going to come out. I still haven't heard the finished product yet, but they were very happy with it. So. Nice. If they're happy, I'm happy, you know what I mean? Nice. But I'm yeah, I'm excited to hear that. I'm glad they asked me. Good new bands. Very good new bands. Exciting Descent. for the, the future. Descent from uh the Philly area. Yep. Um also departed. Descent departed from uh New Jersey. Yep, the new version of Sicker Than Most with our good friend Joe Stanley on vocals. A lot of good things in music have been going on. There's a good new demo called uh, from a band called Mind Force from Poughkeepsie. Yeah. I'm not positive, but I think there might be members of that band Major Laser that we play with a couple Living times. Living Laser. Living Laser. Yes. Yeah, Living Laser. You might be right. Uh, and yeah, Mind Force. A lot of people are bugging out about that demo. Nice. Um, 
really good. I, I watched a, a video from a show they played in Brooklyn a couple weeks ago. And uh, really I good. I think Dundeal played it, that show. Oh, really? Oh, no. that's sick, man. And we have a show coming up in Poughkeepsie, October 1st. Poughkeepsie, New York, at the chance with New York Hardcore Legends Madball. We played come there one, with Madball all. once before. Remember that? A long time ago. Long time long, ago. Long time ago. And uh, we got Tsunami coming up. Tsunami, December 22nd. Uh, I'm sorry, September 22nd and 23rd. Yeah. We'll have a special uh, edition where we talk more just about that. We got any questions from people? I have no new questions. We covered them all on, on uh, the la- the one last weekend, but we have some coming up. Chris, don't gesture me and try to cut me off in the middle of my fucking talking. Didn't you just hear what he said about the strength of a gesture? Did you? <laughs> Yo, uh, that reminded me of uh, that dude from Fox. Fuck it. We're going live. Bill O'Reilly. Yeah, Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> Do it live. We're going live. We're going Hello, everyone. This fucking thing sucks. This fucking sucks. It's fucking go live, go live. Hello, everyone. And, and driving now here's Sting to take us out. What a phony fraud. You're fake. And I saw the proof. You're a two-faced phony fraud. If you were real, you would have came back and said, I'm sick and tired of these dudes. I'm sorry, everybody at home. I want to play this song, but everybody's being a pain in the ass. I hope it's a good song. It's Sting. All right, leave me alone. That's what he should have said. You punk. Bill O'Reilly, oh yo, what, how come all these Fox dudes are turning to rapists? I don't know. They're not rapists, well, but they like always were. Pussy probably. grabbers. Grab them by the pussy. But I think this latest one, the dick pick one, the dude from the five, he might be. I mean, he might be getting set up. Dick pick. I don't think I know about this one. They say he sent some dick pics that people didn't want, but who wants a fucking dick pic? My dick. But um, yeah. I mean, everybody. You know. I don't. Uh, but listen, I know that I with know. today's technology, somebody showed me an app. Where I could call Chris from your phone number. It'll no come up. Way. Yes. It'll come up your phone number. And I could disguise my voice, not to sound like you, but to go like an octave low. Okay. So, hey, so, so listen to this. What are you trying to do? Like that voice? Listen to this. There's a, a program now made by the same people who made who make uh, Photoshop, Adobe. Okay. It's, it's like audio shop. So oh, yeah, they need that. all they need is at least twenty minutes of your voice. Mm-hmm. So if you record any conversation of you talking for twenty minutes, within twenty minutes you're going to say every sound that they that need. the human language that that the English language mm-hmm. uh, will make in yeah. twenty minutes of talking. That's what that's their estimate. They take your speech for twenty minutes and they break it down into a, a database. <laughs> then you just te- you just type. Type into your thing whatever you want your voice to say, and it will come out in your voice. <laughs> then there's also, it will move your lips to match the new text. Wow. So anything. Did you ever see, there's, there's a clip, a famous clip of George Bush, and he's making faces. He's making weird yeah, faces yeah. at the camera. Yeah. Well, they say that's not actually George Bush. That's this. That's the, the beginning of this app that was like a... Uh, you know, a demonstration. Is of that when this. he gives the finger? No, no. This is. Oh, oh wait, it might be that. I same think thing. it is. It might be that same thing. But yeah, he's making weird faces at the yeah. camera and acting all crazy. Wow. And they say that that was a demonstration of this program, this computer program, and it's made by Adobe. And it's fucking wow. scary because once this hits the public, that's nothing, some NSA shit. Man. Nothing is real. Yeah. You can't. You can say anything you want, 
or is there any kind of coding though you could see through the film or the audio if we take the yes. audio wave files yes. we could say okay but you is- have to be you have to know how to do it you got to be a yeah. computer uh you know yo uh, just forensic forensic specialist they to, have to, access to, out. to a podcast like this for the last four years they could easily do it to any one of us except chris a, a computer can't Decipher what he's it's saying barely, half the time. It's barely English. English. Chris started talking. I didn't know what the fuck he was saying for like four minutes. Not like one word. I didn't know. Me, right, Evan, Chris? and Luke were looking right? at each other like, "What the? F- is he having a seizure? What the fuck is going on here?" Now nah, it was all like stuffed up and sick, and even more mumbly and nasally than I normally sound. Oh Crazy. My God, what a mess. Well, I we had some questions. This I know. Sucks. Well, I want to say that uh, we're writing new songs for a new uh, full length, and I'm pretty happy with how it's going so far. Yeah. Um, what do you think about it? feel good about it so I don't far? know it's hard because nothing is totally complete music alone that's eh, decent you know but you know it needs you know we need completeness the, the leads overdubs vocals you know hopefully they're good hopefully the songs are good if not good then we can't put it out you know mm. but you know what so not a very confident vote for Richie Chris what do you think about it yeah it's alright oh, okay you so uh, you guys don't like the new record so far well I'm it's not, not I'm the only one that digs it do you dig it more than anything you've ever written? I dig. I should say we ever written because you're there's not. one song, the one that no one else really likes too much. I don't know. I like it, but there's one song that is. I love the it one that as, they call FJ. Yes, I love it as much as any song we we ever wrote. Okay, Chris is not a big fan. Evan seems to hate it. Luke, I I think he thinks it's all right. I think it's cool, but. You know, I don't know. I, don't I, th- know. I think, like you said, people will cling on to it. I think it's. I love it as much as any song we ever wrote. Okay, and, that's and great. It's, uh, I, I really, really, really dig it, and I think once people are reading the lyrics along with it, that's it's going to add right. another level of uh, of sentimental to it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Th- your lyrics are very important to a lot of people. They they love your lyrics. So of course that's what I'm waiting for. These are some very, very like real, real lyrics. You know, I mean they're all real, but these ones are have a little extra. um, It's very, it's current and relevant to to things we've been through recently. And um, I think I don't know. I think people are gonna dig it, and it it's something that's very relatable to a lot of people. As I'm finding out more so as we get older, a lot of people are dealing with things that I never even considered is a possibility. The fuck you talking about? You know? What are you talking about? Let's just say it, What it, is this song about? It's about uh I people, don't put my name on just anything. <laughs> there's people a lot of people suffering from depression. Right? Oh yeah, definitely. And definitely. and anxiety and things that like I never I never been through it, but I know now that I could be very easily because other people who've never been through it just ha- just happen to pop mm. into their lives, and it's so. Fucking, that's what that song's about. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So mm. it's uh, but it's about like getting through it. It's mm. about coming out the other side of it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And uh, you know, kind of 
you know, it's coming out a little bit. It's almost changed and stronger than you you were when you went into it. Well, that know? that has the potential to be a very strong song, but it's almost like if you really think about it, there should be even more people depressed, scared with anxiety, because just what will definitely happen to you? You're gonna die. You're going to die. We're and chasing if you, a clock. If you just think about that and say, at some point, I will cease to exist as I know it forever. Unless there's some kind of miraculous afterlife. Uh, the fairy tales are true. You are done. So if you just dwell on this for a little while and you're an average person, you can be stuck into a depression because you will we'll wait. die no matter what you do no matter what you try you will die no matter what you eat no matter what you drink you will cease to think i'll tell you something that is i, I don't deal with depression on a daily basis like some people do mm-hmm. i don't deal with anxiety i don't i'm rarely stressed right but I do get this weird, the only time that I actually think about what you were just saying, like, oh, shit, the, you know, the, the clock's ticking. Yeah, I don't really think about, but I, you could, I could see why people can, if they would dwell on that thought. Yeah. The only time that it actually enters my brain is when we're writing a record and that lyrics, the lyric mm. process starts because it's like, fuck, now I started this thing. I have to get this out. Before I die. And I always imagine like, oh shit, I'm going to crash my car on the way to the studio. And this, these words are never going to get said. And then we're going to have to have Chris sing the song. Depression. We don't know what the fuck he's saying. <laughs> as long as we have uh, your lyrics. That's really the only time that I get close to... Th- I, and that's not even... It's nothing, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. It's not, I can't compare my that, that to someone who's really suffering. Yeah. Because that's the, that's the closest I have gotten to, to anything like that. But... Seeing other people go through it, man, it's fucking yeah, scary. It's sad too because you, you know now at this age, you know there's nothing you can do. Yeah, and you I have can, no advice. Yeah, you can only be available. Is really the only thing you could offer. If they want that, you're available. That's all you could do. Because I, saying stuff, think positive, man. It means nothing. It means nothing. Yeah. And I said the wrong shit too, man. Like I was, I was trying to help a friend. And, you know, just by hanging out and talking. And it turns out, like, every other sentence out of my mouth was, like, the wrong thing to say. Yeah. It was the, you know, I'm trying to be helpful, but I'm saying stuff that's more depressing or, yeah. or takes takes them down, like, a rabbit hole in their brain that they don't want to go down because I'm uh-huh. bringing up other shit. You know what I mean? And, yeah, like... It's, it's easy to do the wrong thing. So, the best advice, if you have a... If you're going through this or you have a friend that's going through anything like this, you you got to go... Get professional help. You have to talk to somebody that's been oh. there that knows how to deal with these situations. Um, and it doesn't mean that you're crazy. It doesn't mean that there's you're 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 not as strong as you were. You're going through a medical condition. It's a yeah. It's a medical it's like condition. Having a fucked up elbow. Now you got a fucked up head. Yeah, you would that's never all. say like, "Oh, I got to get a cast on my arm." Oh no, I'm 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 weak and wimpy. Like you, you have a fucking problem that you need to get help with, yeah. just like a cold or a fucking broken arm or anything. Like you, you need help with it, and there's people out there who can help you. So, um, yeah. Anyway, that's that's 
one of the that the could be, lyrical could be, topics of this new record. Musically, it's it's a it's I'd say it's wisdom and chainsy. Like we throw one song out there like that every once in a while. You know, we're we're lucky enough we go different directions. But with those kind of lyrics, and if they're clever enough and catchy enough, yeah, it could be a strong song. Yeah, I'm excited about and it. And you know what? I don't really get like depressed and stuff, but I get really fucking bored. You do. I get so bored. You get bored doing things that you love. That I want to see what's next. You ready? I get a lot of times. I'm like, this is boring. This is lame. And I'm not scared of dying. So sometimes you want to see what's next. I don't know if people feel like that. I don't think it's depression. Yeah, that doesn't sound it's like depression. That sounds like a, like a Hunter S. Thompson. Like, well, uh, You know I what I mean? Just like, hey, I think I'm done with this. Ready yeah. for the next thing. I get very bored. I get very bored. I don't know why. Well, probably because I hang out with Chris a lot. But other than that. Oof. <laughs> wow, man. Come on, Chris. Damn. Chris is looking at the thing like, come on. If it goes out, it goes out. All right? With your finger waiting there. Like, Chris, listen, we do the podcast. Chris does us a favor. Me and Joe love doing it. The people seem to like it. We appreciate the listeners. Chris does us a favor. So if you see Chris out. Pat him on the back. Say thanks for recording these guys. Let him know he's we doing know a good thing. We know you hate it. We he's know you don't like it. Doing a good thing yeah. for the people. No, nah, it's 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 a good thing. And uh, we have uh, new good. sponsors coming up next week. I got contacted by some new sponsors that are really interested in. Uh, so we should uh, by the next episode, I would say we'll have some uh, a few yeah. commercials, but we'll try oh, to make great. them as entertaining as possible. Are we gonna do another one next week? Because we're not practicing. We should just meet Sunday anyway. We should. Yeah. Yes, we should. Because wow. Luke can't come up, but we can still get. And to check it out, people at home. We already got one in the book, so this will probably be out late. One's gonna pop out maybe a few days after that. Another one, and then next Sunday, we'll record another one. We'll try to get back on track because you know what. Everywhere I go, people ask about this fucking thing. Yo, and all over Europe, man, people were asking all about the over. podcast. It was very bizarre. And always asking about Ray. Yeah, they love they Ray. They love man. Ray. And Ray is getting it himself. Yeah. I talked to Ray. He's, uh, for those who don't know, Ray's a truck driver. He's on his way. yet. Well, he's on his way to uh, Texas, but last night I was talking to him. I tried to help him out. It's very boring. He was in Kentucky. He's, and he's just telling about three different people that he don't know to hit him up. When's the next one? When's the next one? He's like, damn, when I get home, I got I to gotta do another one with y'all. I said, that's right, Ray. Yeah. Let's do it. He loves it. I was thinking, you know how I do theme songs for, you know, we got the, the opening song, the last song, the uh, the feminine. I'm going to maybe when Ray comes, I'll do it. I'll make a Ray theme song. Yeah. So when we intro Ray, right? That's a great idea. <laughs> but I he like hates it. when I call him Black Ray. Should I put that in the song? Yeah, you got to. You guys are going to take the heat, though, with me? That oh, say yeah. it was a joint Absolutely. thing? We got to. All right, because I don't want to be he's trying to shank me, having a flashback. It always helps if he's slightly agitated when we when we record. So, nah, yeah, nah. Mm-hmm. Don't call me that. <laughs> nah. Mm-hmm. Yo, when you call Ray on the phone, he answers like this. Yo. <laughs> That's Yo. True. That's true, totally true. Yeah, I love that shit. So I, I'm like waiting on the phone. As soon as he picks up, I say it before him. He gets mad. Like, yeah, he's like, oh, who's a what? No, I was saying that shit, man. That's my line, son. <laughs> so I got you, baby. And Ray says he's going back to Thailand. Maybe I'll go with him. Ray's got a business popping off over there. If Ray goes back for a week, I'm going to get a week-long massage in Thailand. I heard it's only $30 for a whole week. A week long? <laughs> 24 A whole week. 
I'm going to come back like a... 24 times 7. What's that? How many hours is that? I'm going to come back like a melted Laffy Taffy. Yeah. It'll be like a marshmallow. Another candy that Ridiculous. I love. Uh, I was just talking to a guy who was in Thailand for three weeks training Muay Thai at some special Muay Thai camp. And uh, he said he got 10,000 baht when mm. he first got there. Which is, I think he said $180 and lasted him for three weeks. That's all Beautiful. he spent for three weeks. Beautiful. Wow. We should go, man. Yeah. Well, you I can't gotta, go there. Go. Man, you can't go there. I'm going. Only I can't playing. go to the same spots you want to go. No, but, but you, you can only go if you're playing. You have no reason to go to Thailand without your family unless you're playing the show. That's true. But That's I was, I, you know. <laughs> totally true. But I gotta yo, go. I just saw on the, the travel channel, like they're not showing any of the, the skeevy stuff. If you did take your family somewhere, you could take him there. The chiropractor I used to go to, he took his whole family there every year. He takes him there. The food there, the stuff to see, the temples, super safe for for foreigners and travelers. Because I guess it's like if you fuck with like, you'll get your balls. Like they harass you, mm-hmm. buy this, buy that, eat this, you know, like, you know. I think they really are trying to promote tourism right now. Yeah. That's like, it's they're really I trying to go, push man. it. I want to see one I want to see that Angkor Bat, I think it's called, the, the temple. It's like a hidden temple in the jungle. It's all overgrown. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like uh, something out of like the, the Jungle Book with Mowgli or something. No, yeah, I definitely want to go there, man. Um, There's so many. Oh, there's a ton of crazy shit. Yo, dude, when I was in high school, there, or actually uh, like sixth grade, I would say, there was a VHS tape that was like being circulated through my school of like the, it was all about the, the sex industry of Thailand. Oh shit! <laughs> it was like everybody, like people would pass it from person to person. You what, know? Jerking off? I was to hoping, it? Yeah, it was like a pre-porno. But it was a porno. documentary, kind of. Yeah. Oh, you guys but are it had freaks. A, it had a lot of like tits and oh, okay. ass in it. You know yeah. what I mean? But yeah, it was all about like sex industry of. Yeah. It was like uh, uh, I don't even know who made it, but yeah, I, that's funny though. Wow. I, I just remember that. Yo, back in the day when, when we were young. <laughs> Why was there so much porn hidden in woods and abandoned buildings oh, and abandoned crazy. houses? I don't and know. It was great. It was I heard. Like a I hear people saying this. It's like a community service. Like and you I do to- it. Yeah, and I could totally relate. I thought I was the only weirdo that would randomly find you suitcases you, filled. You thought of you just porn. had a nose for it. You were yeah. just like it. In the, the porn hunter. What, what is it? The 80s? When were we around? The 90s? The two? I don't even know. Like I can't even keep. It was the 80s when I was. I mean, I would actively go look for it in the woods. And, and you if find you it. see like a rock or a log, like just some leaves Fuck, that look disturbed, man. you flip over that, Dude. and there would be porn under there. Yeah. <laughs> Why was that like that? In a that? plastic bag. Yo, now you give your kid a phone, you just handed him every fucking porno there is. Yeah. You handed him every piece of shit thing he could ever want to see in life. <laughs> Every explosion, every beheading. We had to hunt for it. Every fucking sick rape scene. Every scene of cannibalism. Every film. This is what you're handing your kids when you buy them a phone nowadays. You sure you want to do that? Listen, this is what's crazy. Is that the porn, the woods porn. Yeah. Was in sealed plastic bags. Sometimes. Sometimes you had to preserve it. But this is, this means that. Many years from now, there's going to be preserved porno mags buried under layers of earth. Oh, yeah. Okay? Yeah. So some archaeologist yeah. in the future is going to dig up 
some old yep. crusty, <laughs> you know, like fucking somebody was jerking off on a shift years ago. And what will they call it? And it's it? in a plastic bag. They and they're going to say it's some sort of a worship They're going to call it, but they, where they're going to find it and under the same layer. So yeah. they're going to call it the pornographic period. Yeah, the pornographic strata. Wow. Pornographic strata. Dude, one time I went to this abandoned house and forever, there was an A-frame house upstairs was like a loft. Forever, I would always peek my head up there, and I always thought I would see a snake because it was kind of dark up there. What the fuck is a snake doing up there? It's not a snake. <laughs> so one time, snake. I went up there with a flashlight. Even though it was daytime, there was no like window up there, so it was dark. It was like a stretch of a carpet, like a shred of a carpet that was like wound up. I thought, oh, that's what it is. But then I started shining the light. There was single pages of porn spread throughout this whole floor. Oh, That gross. some dude who got... No, he was... Well, I say he because you like men are animals. They're filthy, disgusting murderers. He, <laughs> that's what they are. Let's be honest. Yeah, right, he right. was drying out his. Fi- he found these and he was drying them all out because they were all like his fucking jagged. Page. No, he probably made a. He probably made so he could jerk off in a no, circle. I and could look tell from because scene to scene, there he was, made a jerk target. There was there was piece of the magazine that you couldn't be saved. You oh, understand? Man. And then there was stuff that he saved, and he, they, they, it seemed like they were drying. Oh, God. He wanted to save them. And then so me and my horrible. dude were in there like, yo, this is our shit now, son. We just took all of those fucking <laughs> single pages of fucking sick porn. We fucking wrapped them up, and we hit them in the downstairs room. Oh, shit. All right? So I don't know who the jack was that was going upstairs, but he came one day, and he didn't see any. Oh, he was probably so <laughs> any sad. Of shit. But he did all the work. He was excited they were going to be all dried and ready yes. to jerk off to. Yo, but yeah, we would find fucking porn everywhere. Man. I remember a black and white one that I found. Oh, oh yeah? Bu- no bullshit. It, was, it just said pussy. Wow. That was the, <laughs> the, the title of this was pussy. Yeah. And it was just one woman. They were probably, it, was, it was probably like a MILF or whatever, like yeah. you call it now. But it was just one chick. And the title was pussy. And it was just... It was like a book. It was like almost not a hard cover, but like a thick cover, like a thick cardboard cover. You know what I mean? And it just said pussy, black and white, one chick. That's it. Dude. Now, check this out. Did My dad never had porn because I would look My all dad over. never had porn, yeah. Not but that I know. every once in a while, a friend's dad would have a fucking one hidden thing here. And yeah. a couple of them were freaks and would have like a fucking, you know, degenerate amount. <laughs> yeah. But the dudes who would have a lot... You know, their sons would steal a couple here, there, hide them in the fucking woods. Maybe that's how it was being spread. You know what I'm saying? But they had big Ziploc bags. I literally or found whatever, chests like, yeah. of multiple <laughs> cages, luggages of porn. If definitely. you, if it was 1985, and you just happen to be, let's say you're driving down a highway and you see a page of paper floating, it's a porn. It's definitely porn. Yeah. It is for sure porn. If you're walking through a, a field or a meadow and you just happen to see a piece of paper, it's definitely porn. There was porn everywhere yeah. and it was all in the woods. And that just means that there was people jerking off all over the woods when you really think about it. That's what it comes down to. It's a big rush of foliage <laughs> in that year. If you see a man in the woods without off. camo or orange hunting gear, yeah. he's probably jerking off. Sick, dude. And think about the, the, the people who like the older, like the dads back then who had like one magazine and the magazine was like half-assed with like six, five, six decent pages to ah, get off to. Man. Like them dudes are fucked up. 
But they're probably much healthier. Now we need fucking, we need total ballistic fucking orgy scenes with fucking baseball bats and <laughs> ballistic. The, I mean, just the norm. Like a, a dude back in the day oh my was God. jerking off off Sports Illustrated swimsuit model. You think a I mean, young my kid first, my nowadays first, could do that? No, because my first shit was like the uh, like you would get like a, the ad on Sunday morning mm-hmm. and it would be like the Kmart ad and, and that was like good enough a little half page of chicks and bras and, and panties was good that enough, was like son. mine that was my first post and check it out a kid nowadays Penny catalog the thick that was fine the one they give you for the whole year yeah. and it was like there was like 30 pages of bras yeah. and underwear oh my god forget it man yo nowadays a 15 year old would need Viagra to jerk off to a Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition oh yeah because that's sure. how Desensitized. Yes. Desensitized. All right, Chris is going crazy making every gesture he could make. Well, this is a good note to end on it. I'm glad Anthony wasn't here for this one because... Don't uh, you look at dirty stuff, Anthony. <laughs> uh, we will be back next week. We got two episodes dropping in a row. Um, so we're going to try to keep this train rolling. Chris seems more committed. He's got his chiropractor shirt. He's but Joe, his... before you go, can I ask you something? What's up? If you're watching a movie and let's say boobs is already a movie, come on, Anthony's round. What do you say? You just let him watch or do you say cover your eyes? He covers his eyes. I don't have to say it. He's well, a good guy. He's eyes. a good guy, that guy. He's a good boy. But he's 11, so that, you know, it's coming. You know he's peeking a little bit, no? It's coming. Yeah. <laughs> let's say he next scene comes and he doesn't cover his eyes. Do you say, yo, cover your eyes or you don't even care? I'll probably just leave the room. I can't watch... No, just like, you know, a woman is in a locker room scene, you know, but she got a boob out. I'll probably try to embarrass him or something like that. That's know, good. Oh, that's always healthy for the fucking yeah. poor kid. Try to embarrass him. Now he, now he good fucking. Parenting, parenting in his head, 101. In, his, in the future, when he sees his first boob, he thinks of this and he automatically has a connection of embarrassment. He can't get it up. The girl's like, what's wrong? You don't like my boobs? He's like, that's not it. I don't know what it is. I'm, I'm just, just feel- embarrassed. Every time I see them, I'm don't embarrassed. Don't do it. Promote that. <laughs> Say, look, Anthony, that's great, right? Be a good dad. Oh my god. Oh, sorry about Sick. Post America Podcast. We're out. See you soon. Peace. We out of here. America Podcast. The Post America Podcast.